reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed, and what, that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked upon his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with Elizabeth about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is one of the most tender and beautiful uh, moments in the early chapters of Luke's gospel we've just read and heard proclaimed in our midst. Uh, what we call in the Catholic tradition, in the, in the English-speaking world, the visitation. I think the French get it more uh, profoundly when they call it the encounter. It is really a wonderful encounter between Mary and Elizabeth, these two great women, one so very young and one really quite old. They are extraordinary women, each in their own right, because because they have been so open to God's working in their lives. They have been people who have welcomed the Holy Spirit in in extraordinary ways that that really change their lives completely. They are people who deeply trust in God and who will do anything to fulfill God's will in their lives. It's it's 
two really beautiful women that we meet in this gospel story. And the moment of their encounter is really a profound one. What happens when they meet is that we get to experience in a very deep and profound and beautiful and sensitive way just how much the Spirit has filled each of them. Their meeting is a meeting in which they are bound together, in a sense, by the Holy Spirit who has done great things in each of one, each of them, giving Elizabeth a child in her old age and giving Mary a child in her young age. They have been people whose hearts are filled with, with praise of God. The first thing they do is to to recognize that all that they have and all that they've received and all the gifts that they, they've experienced in their lives are gifts from God, and they give praise to God for that. It is a tender moment as they share, in a sense, their, their children with each other, in which they greet one another and call one another blessed. These are great moments indeed. Their tenderness, their esteem for one another, their great love for one another are on show here. They're so manifest that we can feel them. And that is certainly true. But, you know, there's something more in this story of this encounter. It'd be very easy to see in the gifts of Elizabeth and even more the gifts of Mary Just the gifts themselves, the tenderness, the love, the faith, the trust in God, the spirit overflowing in their hearts, they could easily be things that say, well, that's all stuff that belongs to their spirits and their souls. But Mary and Elizabeth are not people who are cut in two. There's not two parts to Mary, the spiritual part and the physical part. Mary is is one person. She's one human being. And so is Elizabeth. And so we begin to see here already the outlines of the great mystery that the Gospels celebrate. That God and the Spirit and the things of God are not experienced in themselves, but are experienced in the flesh. The incarnateness of these gifts is what's really manifest in this story. How would we know, how would we see, how would we experience the love, the spirit, the presence of God in these women if they did not have cheeks to touch in a tender kiss? If they did not have arms and hands to wrap around one another in a wonderful human embrace? If their breasts did not meet, if their wombs did not meet, if their children within those wombs did not jump for joy at the meeting, how would we know that these gifts from God were so evident and so beautiful if we did not see them manifest in the flesh and blood of these two women? They are one person. Mary is both spirit and flesh. Elizabeth is spirit and flesh. And their joy and their trust in God and their wonder before God's mysteries and the spirit filling them with praise, their tenderness, their kindness, their esteem for one another, all of these things are made flesh for us in this gospel story. 
They are one. It is God and his gifts being made flesh, incarnate. And so it really doesn't come as a surprise that in the end of this gospel story, when all is said and done, we experience the great story of Jesus' death and resurrection, not as a resurrection in which he returns to us as a ghost or as a spirit without a body. Jesus returns to us on Easter morning as one Jesus, flesh and blood. And that great mystery of the resurrection is what is echoed then in today's feast. How beautiful that Mary gets to be, in a sense, the first to experience the fullness of the resurrection, body and soul, because that's what she's always been, a person of both spirit and flesh, a person in which God's presence is made flesh in her flesh for us. And so in this beautiful encounter between Elizabeth and Mary, and even in a sense between little Jesus and little John, still unnamed in the story, we get to experience already the great mystery of the resurrection in its fullness. It is not just spirits that rise with Christ. It is not just souls that rise with Christ. In the fullness of time, as it was for Jesus in the resurrection, as it was for Mary in the Assumption, so it shall be for all of us. We rise in the fullness of who we are, human beings filled with grace, grace made flesh, one body, one spirit. And that's the great gift that we celebrate and that we see the beginnings of the outlines of in the encounter between Elizabeth and Mary, which finds its fulfillment in Jesus' resurrection to be shared with us.